Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Far Out Strategy Hour. Uh, I'm DJ Far Out, uh, if you didn't know, uh, on the title that says Far Out Strategy Hour. I'm that guy. Um, and thank you so much, everybody, for coming back and joining us with another episode. Um, today's strain of the hour is going to be Slurricane. It's an indica dominant strain. It's very delicious. Um, I'm not really an indica guy, but I vibes with it. Um, it's something that you don't really want to smoke too much of um, because it is a calming, relaxing, uh, it'll leave you a little drowsy, a little sleepy, have you slur your words a little bit. So um, if you are a person like me that can kind of face like two or three blunts, this is not one of those strains that you don't want to get in two or three blunts with um, unless you don't have anything else to do uh, for the rest of the day. Um, it is really good though for the end of the day. Like when you're just, you just, people just fuck with you all day at work, wherever you work at, they just fuck with you. And you're just like, oh, I'm just tired of this shit. And you're just stressed out and you just come home and just like, ha, it's just one of those strains that I prefer to roll up with and just relax and just de-stress from the day. Um, it's very sweet and fruity. It has this berry kind of like grapey aroma to it. Um, it's very smooth. It's not a harsh uh, strain. Um, I don't like harsh strains, um, so that's why I kind of very, very just vibe with it. It's it's not one of those harsh indica dominants where it's harsh, but then leaves you super lifted. Um, it's smooth and it, and it gets you just right. Um, I do want to warn everybody that it will give you just a whole bunch of just like munchies and stuff. So you got to kind of be careful with this particular strain. Um, if it does knock you out on the couch and you're stuck and you fall asleep, you will wake up very hungry. And it will even make you um, eat like the snacks that you don't really like in your house. That's still on top of your refrigerator, still in your cabinet that you don't fuck with. It's one of those strains that they give you the munchies. You'll find yourself eating that. Um, so it's very dope. So uh, I hope everyone has had time to uh, get their uh, joints, their bowls, their bongs, whatever, all together, packed up. Um, we're about to get into this episode. I'm super excited to be recording again and putting out podcasts. Um, it's one of those things where you just, you just, you got to chill and take your time to. I know everybody's like, oh, I got a podcast. 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 I got a YouTube channel. I got a podcast. I got a podcast. Everybody got a podcast. Everybody got a podcast. And yeah, here I am. Boom. Another fucking podcast in your face. Here you go. Um, but, uh, I, I, want to kind of just do it on my own terms. Like, I don't want to like rush the stuff. It's a vibe. I want to just present a vibe. And when I'm ready to speak to everyone and people want to listen, take your time to listen. Again, we're on the different streaming platform streams. Um, you can reach out to me on Instagram and uh, you can reach out to me to TikTok. I, I don't really post videos, which like I said, it's one of those things that I just kind of do. I'm that guy. Um, but you can reach out to me on all those social media at DJ Far Out. Um, and that was my weird kind of like, you know, smooth transition to let you know I'm on social media, um, cause it's a podcast and you gotta do it. Everybody does it, <laughs> but, uh, I'm glad to be back recording, um, one of these podcasts just to kind of give you guys an update. Um, it's actually soothing for me to do this. Um, I think that's why I kind of take my time too. like really like the listeners is cool and you can track it and everybody, of course, you want to have the best, you know, stream podcast ever. But 
Um, I'm just glad that the few people who fuck with me listen to it and listen to it. It's my way of kind of like still connecting with certain people that I don't talk to every day. Um, and I think it's kind of cool to do. I do it with other people's podcasts that they have out there. Um, they try to just kind of like keep up with them. Um, it's super insightful. So um, thank you for so much for joining in out of all the podcasts that you could be listening to. And you picked this one. And I hope you find the information and the shit that I say that it will help you, distress you uh, with anything that you're going through. Um, and that is a segue to what we're talking about today. Uh, one of the reasons why I guess I took so long, I, I wanted to get my mindset right. I think if you look at the different podcasts and different other episodes, like it's really wild and crazy. And my life personally, I've got like topsy-turvy and all fucked up. And I didn't want to, you know, podcast about that. Like I've seen, I've heard and listened to and seen some people podcast and are just angry, but that's not the vibe because that's not what cannabis does. Cannabis doesn't have you have very crazy vibes. Cannabis makes you have positive, relaxing, awesome vibes. That's the whole point. That's why I fucking smoke this shit. Because it chills me the fuck out. It lets me have a better day. It distresses me. It gives me positive vibes. So when I'm not in a place to really receive those positive vibes, I have to step away. And I have to smoke way more marijuana than what I was smoking before. I have to up the shit. You know, from one blunt in the morning to about three. So maybe from two in the afternoon to about six, I got to up the shit. I got to get back. I got to get back level. I got to get back even to who I was before to pump out these hot ass fucking podcasts for you people and shit like that. So yeah, uh, I got to get the mindset and I recommend that. I, I, I truly recommend that to anybody. I recommend for you to go out here if you're just having a stressful time in life and you can't get it, like step away from every fucking thing and every fucking body and just smoke hella fucking weed and get your shit together. Like that's just what it is. That's what I want to promote to the world. Take your time out for yourself you know what I'm saying? Don't smoke with anybody. Get all the smoke for yourself. Find some strains that you've never tried before. You know what I'm saying? Get in your car. You know what I'm saying? Uh, drive to a rec state or fly to a rec state. Visit one and just try something you never tried before. Try it at the fucking maximum milligram. Fuck 100 milligrams. Uh, do a thousand. You know what I'm saying? If you get the bag edibles, take the whole fucking bag. Find some time, chill, and get your fucking mind right. You know what I'm saying? Because you are you. It's just you. It's one of you. It's only you. You're the only person who's going to get your shit together and get yourself out of whatever the fuck you're going through. So that's the whole point. Step yourself away. And I had to fucking do that. Um, and, and that's what I really want to like kind of talk about today with this slurricane here is getting your shit together. And um, as a cannabis connoisseur, I really feel like we just also on top of the cannabis, we need some additional therapy. Like everybody needs therapy. And honestly, fuck it. Like whether if you smoke or not smoke, I think you need therapy. I think everybody needs therapy. Um, I think it'd be cool if you have a therapist who was into cannabis as well too and can go through and navigate the particular strains that you need to help you get through or maybe have a joint rolled up for you. You know what I'm saying? Um, my therapist, I talked to my therapist over the phone. So I'm always... Like, got something lit and spark while 
talking to him. Um, it eases it. It sorts my thoughts out. You know what I'm saying? Make it seem if it's rational and stuff like that. And he knows that I'm a cannabis connoisseur. Like, that's what I like about it. He doesn't judge it. Like, and I think that's another thing, too. You have to find, number one, you have to find the right therapist. Or you have to find the right kind of, like, type of therapy. Um, in my general search, um, I've seen that there are particular different types of therapy for different people. So like there's behavior therapy um, and that focuses on like learning roles um, and developing normal and abnormal behaviors. You know, take a look at the type of behaviors, you know, what I'm saying that you are doing in your life, you know, slow them down and, you know, really uh, plan them out to see if that they're normal or not. Uh, not normal for them, and if it's conducive to the people around you in your whole environment. Um, another therapy that I found out, and these are the things that like I kind of researched when I wanted to get into therapy, um, is cognitive therapy, um, and that pretty much is emphasizes what people think rather than what they do. Um, and one of the things that, and this is one of the therapies that I had to kind of take because, to me, it's not necessarily what people do to me. It's like what they say and how they think and what they think about me or the decisions that they make that will affect me, you know. Um, and some people out there may be a very, very independent type of person because you are you don't like how other people think. It's not about um, whether what they do is just how they think. Are they on the same level as you? And you just have to rationalize it and you have to put yourself in the position of how people think to kind of like rationalize their behaviors too of what they do. Like, why would this person do that? Uh, my favorite line, I guess, that I say is, why would you say that to me? That's my whole shit. Why would you say that to me? Like, you knowing who I am, why would you say that to me? And that's the thing I have to understand. Like, why would you put your lips together and say that to me? If you ask anybody that I vibe with, uh, I, if I'm frustrated and I talk about somebody, it's like, why would they fucking say that to me? Like, to me, why would they say that to me? I wouldn't say that to you. Why would you say that to me? Why would you... Think about the statements and formulate the words that come out of your mouth to present them to me. Not necessarily what you did to me, but why would you say it to me? But in certain situations and other people, it's why would you do that? So they want to put themselves in a situation. Like, what was your thought process? Like, why did you make that decision? Um, I try to be cognitive. There we go. I try to be cognitive of what uh, when I do things and try to explain why did I do things like you know, I did this because this is what I thought that I had to do in order to reach this or to do that. So uh, that's one of those things. Anyway, um, now a lot of cognitive therapists believe that it's dysfunctional thinking that leads to dysfunctional emotions and behavior. So again, basically kind of like what I just like wrapped up and said that, you know, you kind of got to be a crazy mofo to do crazy shit. So, uh, but in my personal opinion, and, and like I said, it's just me and what I went through, I wouldn't necessarily pay attention to how people think. And I think that can get you wrapped up too. In the cognitive therapy, you can get wrapped up of what people think. And in order to achieve what you want to achieve, you have to kind of let that go. And me personally, I can understand that. Like, that's one of those things that I think about what people think and I, I'm a manager, so I kind of like run a store too. So I have to kind of be, you know, open about what people think because, you know, they're my employees, they're people and stuff too. Um, but in certain situations, I can't care because it's about me. It's about my money. It's about my time. You know what I'm saying? It's about my success. So 
and those situations you can't all the way uh, go through. There's some people out here, super successful people, and say, fuck everything. You can't think about what anybody thinks. Because sometimes when you take the time and you care or you give a shit about what people think, it will slow you down. And the crazy thing about it, it's not like everyday regular people. It can be the most people in your in your circle. You know what I'm saying? People have made decisions like, you know, I did this because, you know, my father wanted me to do that or he thought it would be fun that I become this or my mom wanted me to do that. And in certain situations, if you believe in your heart to do something completely different, you got to let us kind of be like, fuck what they think. So that way you can achieve it and be that because it's not about what people think. It's completely about what you want to do, how you want to do it. So, again, boom, take that time. Get away from everybody and get you a half a pound of weed, roll that shit up, and be you. Find out who you want to be. Um, the last kind of like um, therapy, and this is the one that I practice like the most, my therapist is, is like humanistic therapy. Now that emphasizes people's like capacity to make rational choices and develop their maximum potential. Um, it basically focuses on concerns and respect to others um, and like the more important things to that. Um, basically, it's me controlling my reactions. I can only control how I react to a lot of situations. So if you go into the mode of not giving a fuck of what about anybody thinks, you have to be mindful for your reactions because if you react to anything, you basically give a shit about what they think. And that's the fucking trippy shit about it of it all. So like, if I didn't give a fuck, I'm not, I shouldn't react to it. If I really don't give a fuck about anything that's going on, like nothing should move me to react to it, whether it be cry, say something, post something. And that's really the little slide things, you know? Um, one of the things that my mom always tell me is, you know, he who angers you controls you. You know, I play football and what do they do? They don't ever catch the first person, but they catch the second person, the reactive person. So the great thing about this therapy that I particularly love um, and it, it hurts, it's kind of difficult too, is to, you have to put yourself in a situation like, dang, I reacted completely wrong in that situation. I shouldn't have did that. And you find yourself contradicting it because if you're like me and you just like, I don't give a shit, I don't care when you get mad or whatever, you actually do because you wouldn't have reacted to it. And to be perfectly honest, the most successful people out here, they don't react to shit. Like they keep their whole poker face. They complete going. You don't see any emotion. You don't see anything. They chalk it off. They're just like, whatever. You don't see it. So... We have to be mindful. And with this particular therapy, when we go over with my therapist, it's like, you know, how do you think you should react to that? Or what did you do? Why did you feel or why did you feel the need, excuse me, to react in that manner? And that's one of the things that um, I think is very helpful. Um, I really believe that we should all take our time to really research therapy because I do believe everybody needs it. I, I don't care who you are. Um, what you've been through, we need, we all need it. We live in a very kind of like victimized society um, to where certain situations, traumas, PTSDs, things that we've been through, it affects like who we are now, 
who we interact with now, how we love now, how we treat other people now. Because if you really boil down to it, and we all been through it, and we talk to somebody like, why are you just so, you know, fucking spicy? Or why do you do this? Or why do you do that? They got, they got a backstory. They got a backstory. Everybody got a backstory. Everybody got a backstory. Like, oh, yeah, you know, growing up, my mom used to send me to the store and buy condoms for her and her dude or something like that. Something just off the wall, just fucking weird and shit like that. And that's why that person probably can't commit. Somebody's like, oh, baby, I love you so much. Why you just can't commit to me? And they'd be like, oh, yeah, when I was younger, you know what I'm saying? Every time my mom wanted to be extremely loud and my dad wanted to be extremely loud, you know what I'm saying? They used to make me go on my room and, you know, play Zed Leplin with the music up while I just, you know, children like, what, well, whatever. I, I, I don't care what it is, but it's some crazy off the wall shit like that, that, you know, people say that they've been through and it, it, it is traumatizing regardless of what it is, whether it's, you know, someone touched you, uh, you were abused, physically beaten up, you used to be bullied, whatever it is, it is traumatizing. It is traumatizing because you, it, it affects you. It affects you. Um, and it affects you to react in certain ways when people do certain things. Um, and we all say to everybody, like, I don't want to, you know, put you through what somebody else put me through. We don't want to do it, but it's, it's automatic. And that's why I believe um, we all need some type of therapy. We need to receive this therapy. And I, I, I believe now at a very early age, I feel like any child that was born during the pandemic in their first couple of years, you know, like the children that were born right with the pandemic started that had, you know, to be housed or parents think that they need to not be around anybody because, you know, children's immune system is a little bit, you know, unstable as they develop. Like they want to stay away from, they don't want their children to be in harm. So, but now as things are becoming a little bit more kind of normalized and things are lifted, these these children are going to have to learn how to connect and really socialize with people outside of their mom, dad, brother, and sister, auntie, grandmama, or something like that. So I think they're going to need some therapy. They're going to need somebody to talk to. Um, and you need to also, too, research as far as your therapist. I don't, I don't say go get therapy to just pick anybody who's a therapist or a counselor. You need to really do some real full research and see, you know, what their beliefs are, what they believe in. Um, have a conversation. You know, you may it's, it's, honestly find that therapist is going to just kind of be like, you know, dating and get to know somebody really without the romantic thing about it. Because you want to make sure that um, you're talking to somebody who has the utmost bias who don't really know you. I think it's comfortable talking to somebody who don't know you. I, I, I really do believe a lot of people need to stop having their friends and family be their therapist. Because in some situations, depending on who they are, I'm not saying all family, but who they are, it may steer you in the wrong way. That may not be the vibe or the energy that you need to be receiving. And it's all about receiving and exchanging, you know, good energy with the next person. So, um, some people's, if your best friend, auntie, cousin, whatever, like, I don't think they should really be the person that you talk to about certain stuff. Because at the end of the day, nobody's going to understand who you are. Everybody's different. Everybody has very different beliefs. And the crazy thing about it and the reason that makes people a lot more crazy is because they find out that people that they truly care about, that they value in the opinion of stuff, they don't have the same beliefs as you may do. They don't agree with the same thoughts that you do. 
And you may be really for this fucking shit. Like, you may be really for it. Like, I'm down for it. Like, I give my life to this shit. You know what I'm saying? And you explain that to somebody and they, you know, start talking to you different and acting different. And you're like, wait a minute, baby. I thought we was friends. I thought we was best friends. I shared the most intimate secrets that that's what I like. And they be like, oh, I don't get down with that shit. And now you're not friends no more. So you need to stop talking to people like that. You need to find you an actual therapist that will um, be open and receptive and talk to you and not be afraid to hold you accountable either. You know, somebody to step in and say, hey, that, that was some fucked up shit. You shouldn't have did that. I don't think that was a, a good response. Um, and, and that's the thing that, you know, therapy, I feel like has helped me. And I think it should, it'll help everybody. It'll help everybody. Everybody needs to go find one. It, when you sign up for health insurance and you pick a primary doctor, you should pick a primary therapist or counselor too because everything now runs with anxiety. We don't know. It's, it's fucking crazy. It's mad now. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't know what's going to happen, how things, how people are going to react. You know what I'm saying? I work with everyday people, you know what I'm saying, just coming in and they come in with a bad day and I don't know what's bothering them, you know? Like, you need to get a therapist and we need to, you know, just relax. It'll help us be ourselves. Um, it, it would definitely help us not be, you know, quote unquote, I guess, sheep or anything with the masses or anything. People will have their own individualized kind of like identity by getting therapy. Um, and people who have seen therapy, um, who've, who've explained to me at the benefits, I've seen great works in them. Um, another thing people need to be open to is that with therapy, um, is not a couple of sessions and done type of thing. It's not, it's, it's not a, it's not a couple of sessions and done type of thing. You need to, um, stick with it. You got to be consistent with it. Like anything else, like working out, you know what I'm saying? Like going to the doctors, you got to follow You got to be consistent, you know what I'm saying? Because it, it tricks you. It really does trick you to think about therapy too. You can go through a couple of sessions and you can talk your heart all way and talk about past instances as a child growing up, how hard it was and stuff like that. You'll get it out and you'll be like, whew, you know what I'm saying? It, it's, it, it's better because you got it out. You had it like bottled in. But was the issues really dealt with? Was it really, you know, sort out with? Uh, have you learned from it as far as who to not let in your life and what not to do? You know what I'm saying? Um, or is it still impacting your relationships with people, you know, today? That's the things you have to find out. And that things take time. Yeah, the, the beginning of therapy is super dope. You they, they have you talk about all your problems, you know. What you do as a younger person, who you hung up with, like all all all, all, all that crazy stuff. Like it, it 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 it's so relieving, and you're gonna be like, oh, I got it out. It's I'm free. You know what I'm saying? I'm just so lifted, and you're gonna be like, oh, I don't think I need another session. But when you don't think you need another session, and then you find yourself like skipping, like I'm good this week. Those are the weeks that you need to still talk to your therapist or your counselor. Um, and it will help you out. One important thing that I do want to bring up, and it's up to people because I found my kind of solution. It's up to you if you let your therapist, counselor, either refer you to, you know, someone who can write prescriptions and diagnose you with something. Um, but it's okay if you don't want it. You don't have to let them force you to take anything for any type of anxiety or anything. At the end of the day, I believe that marijuana, cannabis, THC, 
sticky icky herb, whatever you want to call it. I think that's the best form of medicine that I personally can take to help me deal with anxiety and going through. Um, I think it help, will help out a lot of people. I think it would chill out a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? I think it would bring the Karen population down. If more Karens start smoking weed, the population would shrink with Karens. Uh, we need some Karens in certain situations, but we don't need a lot of them. But I do believe that uh, smoking will bring that down. Um, so with saying that, though, because of the research, and if you listen to this podcast, you've smoked it before, you know about it. You're an advocate about it. We all know how it does. Um, and I, I, another thing, that's my last form of therapy. My last form of therapy is cannabis therapy. Smoke weed every fucking day. You know what I'm saying? When you're happy, smoke weed. When you're sad, smoke weed. Keep it as a regimen. You know what I'm saying? Get get jiggy with it, as people you know may say, and do some weird, crazy shit. And, you know, set your weed out for a.m., midday, p.m., you know? Get jiggy with the fucking shit. I don't, I don't know where it came from. That's the slur came. I don't know where jiggy came from, but get jiggy with the shit and find it out, you know what I'm saying, make it work for you. And again, don't let people force you into making a decision of taking some type of um, medication. Um, research it. If you feel like it is for you, then take it. Um, I personally, I like marijuana and I like ashwagandha, uh, KSM 66, if that has that important ingredient for the ashwagandha part of it. A lot of different ashwagandha gives you a lot of different things and mix different stuff with it. But I like just that pure KSM 66. It doesn't make me sleep or anything. And it really chills out my mood, you know what I'm saying? Brings down and reduce stress and relieve everything. Um, but also another thing, form of medication outside of marijuana, maybe some ashwagandha, uh, do some shit you fucking love. Take some time out, out of your busy schedule, um, and do some shit you love. Forget the kids, you know, forget your mate or whatever like that. Go do some shit that's going to make you happy. Because again, it's all about you. This this whole form of elevation with therapy and everything, it's all about self. It, it's all about self. We can't change the world and be advocate of things and do shit if we don't have ourselves together. If we don't get ourselves right. If we don't understand how to control our emotions, our reactions, our way of thinking, you know what I'm saying? We, we, we can't get to where we want to get to. We can't be a success and reach any type of self-actualization in life if we don't get ourselves together. So take some time to get yourself together. I battle with that all day. Like, I need a damn massage from Massage Envy. Like, maybe I should go get a membership, you know? Um, shit, I go get my feet done and shit like that and have somebody rub my feet because it's relaxing, you know what I'm saying? Have somebody crack my back, twist me and stuff. You know, it brings the, the body and, and it chills out. And again, roll you a fat-ass blunt, pack you a fat-ass bowl, roll you a fat-ass joint, you know what I'm saying? And do that shit while you get that done. And give a shit about yourself. So um, it's really important for everyone, I do believe, to get into this this this, this therapy. Um, make it, I don't know, if you feel like everything else in your health is fine, then I don't know if you can, but make your therapist. Treat him as your primary care. Go to him. I mean, they can't, you know, diagnose you anything with the body or anything, but... Some people don't have a lot of physical issues. Everything is just mental. And anything, don't be afraid to call your therapist up and talk with it. Um, so to me, therapy is, is, is completely very important. Um, and again, if all this fails, if that's not for you, increase your weed. <laughs> just increase your weed. Like, go find out different strands, different percentages of THC. Like, sometimes I vibe with a 16%, but shit, the GMO has like 30-something percent. And... 
after it puts me in a weed coma, I wake up so refreshed and ready for the day. So, um, again, as you see, always include marijuana in it and it, it would definitely make you better. And this is just all for personal experience. People that I vibe with, people that I know, probably the same people listening to this podcast, um, they would definitely agree and get you through. Um, so, yeah, go ahead, get a therapist. Let's stop fucking around. Hold on. I like this joint. Uh, and we go take some time. We go get ourselves together. So, with that being said, um, I hope you guys have enjoyed this super dope episode of Far Out Straight of the Hour. Um, I hope I gave you guys some vibes, some dope vibes, some things to think about. You know what I'm saying? To make yourselves a little bit better. That's just what it is. Um, and I got no problem throwing myself under the bus uh, while you're trying to get yourself together. Um it's all a solve with love. So uh, hopefully I can um, personally, like, you know, influence somebody to do something better with their lives or even start some shit, you know what I'm saying, of a podcast themselves. So um, I really appreciate everyone joining in, listening to it. Again, my name is DJ Far Out. This is another episode of Far Out Straight of the Hour. And, um, until next time, always remember there is so many strands, but there's so little time. So let's smoke as much as we can. Till next time.